0: Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jordan Chapel, the missions and outreach pastor here at First Church. Welcome to the podcast. Today in the historical account of the death and resurrection of Jesus is one of those weird in the middle days of waiting that we're not quite sure what to do this. And I think that in these moments of silence, it can be easy to experience a sense of almost hopelessness. Because like I said, on the historical account, Saturday is a day of silence. Jesus is in the tomb and his followers are just kind of waiting I find in the moments of silence, it's best to look back and remember God's faithfulness. And I imagine those who loved Jesus were incredibly heartbroken after experiencing the loss of their friend and their teacher. Thinking of this moment of waiting reminds me of another time of silence in history, in particular, the history of the people of God. This is the 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. See, the people of God were in this weird moment of waiting. Here's what happened. God created the world and set apart a people, but because of disobedience to this holy and perfect God, sin entered the world. It was because of this sin entering the world that mankind had to experience separation from the creator God who was good and who was perfect. But God isn't only holy in this perfection. He's also love. And it was because of this great love for his creation that he made a plan to step in. He chose a specific people who could be his people, a people that could share and tell all about his goodness and his love and his glory and his majesty to all the other people on earth. He set apart a promised land they could even live in, but just like the first created people disobeyed God and rebelled against him, his chosen people did the exact same thing. His broke god's heart he hated being separated from his creation that he desperately loves so he promised that he would send someone a king who could fix this situation this king would help restore the created order and help god be the true king of everyone on earth's life so people of god meant to be an earthly representative for god waited they waited and obeyed they waited and they disobeyed They let God lead them as they waited, and sometimes they put their own kings in charge. But all this time, God was working to prepare them for the arrival of the king he had been promising all along. Through the waiting, they obeyed and they didn't obey, which ultimately got them kicked out of the land they were promised when a stronger nation overtook them. But they waited hopeful for this promised king. All of this history is represented in the stories of the Old Testament, which brings us to that 400-year section I was talking about. We know as the intertestamental period between the Old and New Testament. God's people had been waiting on the King and Savior that had been promised. And then, all of a sudden, he came onto the scene as an infant in Bethlehem. It seems counterintuitive from what we know, but this baby, this newborn, was Emmanuel, was God with us here on earth. This king he had been promising to restore and redeem humanity was here just like God's people waited patiently for their King to burst forth from the cosmos to restore and redeem. We can wait patiently in the silence of Jesus laying in the tomb because we know that tomorrow he's going to burst forth from the grave, overcoming death and restoring and redeeming humanity and love. So as we wait, wait with anticipation because the wait is, is worth it. Today, I encourage you to read Psalm 130 and think about this idea of how much more joyful the end product is when waiting is involved. Thanks for joining along on this series, and we look forward to wrapping up and seeing you back here tomorrow.